Welcome to Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. This Day Weather Podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Cowboy State Daily has more original Wyoming news than any other news organization in the state. Check them out at CowboyStateDaily.com. Well, we've got a cold front advancing south across the region. This front is hitting folks in Montana and far northern Wyoming right now. And throughout the day, it will move very quickly south and east. This means cooler, windy conditions. And a few hours will be developing over the mountains and east of the divide, across Montana, parts of extreme northern Colorado. The wind is going to be a factor, not only today, but we've got three days where the winds are going to be pretty stout. I'm afraid to say it's that time of year where wind becomes more of a factor. Now, after the front goes by, really typical October weather through Friday. It is going to be a little cooler. It is going to be a little breezy, but it's going to be dry, sunny to partly sunny, really not all that bad. We may end up having a sneaky cold front for the weekend. I put a question mark on it because there is some disagreement, but we may not have completely great weather through the weekend. In some areas, we'll show you why. And we're still looking at this pattern change coming our way after October 20th or so. It's still on the table and our confidence is growing that we've got a major northern hemisphere pattern change for the last, let's say, week to 10 days of October into early November, which I do believe will mean colder, more of a winter-like feel in some parts of the West by then. However, the very nice fall weather we've got will continue for a little bit longer for the most part. We continue to get more fall photos coming on in, and boy, they have just been spectacular this year. Just great color, really, no, no matter where you go, the, the sky has been great. We really have not had much smoke at all this fall. That's been really nice to see. And we got shots like this of the harvest moon, harvest full moon that we have just seen. And uh, other great shots between Ethody and Riverton and just wonderful wildlife photos coming in as well. Sinks Canyon area above Lander showing colors. I mean, look at the colors there in the background off in the distance and the picture there in the foreground of those aspen colors. And then all the way from Glacier National Park, a beautiful shot there. Thanks, William, for sending that along. Podcast at dayweather.com is where you want to send those photos. Well, you can see the cold front on the satellite imagery today. Some high and mid-level clouds out ahead of the front. The precipitation is back here and the frontal system heading very quickly this way. And you can see the frontal precipitation right there about ready to come out of Montana into northern Wyoming into western North Dakota. Due to the very fast nature of this front, it is really not going to be able to produce a lot of precipitation. But you can see the front right here is digging and it's going to end up digging into the Midwest and Great Lakes and set up back here into the Great Basin. So this is where we get that glancing blow. But we will have some wind. Now between now in the next 72 hours, these are the areas that will have the highest wind. You want to identify those yellow and orange areas. That's where the wind gusts are going to be the strongest. So Interstate 25 and Interstate 80 in Wyoming, the high elevations in northern Colorado there, some very stout winds where gusts could go more than 50 miles an hour. So I-25 and I-80 travelers, I-80 all across Nebraska is going to be windy. Then look here. Across eastern Montana and through the Dakotas, a strong northwest wind in that area as well as that jet stream digs on in. Now, it doesn't seem like it's really been fall-like at times, but we're about ready to see a lot more fall in the coming weeks. Not necessarily 
in the Intermountain West, but other parts of the country as we're seeing here. This is the precipitation forecast. You can see Montana doing the best and the northern mountains of Wyoming, just a little bit of shower activity on the plains and not a lot, just a little dusting of snow in the higher elevations. I think the Bighorns and the Beartooths up high, the Yellowstone Mountains will see the best chance of accumulating snow. This is for overnight Thursday into Friday morning. See the deep low coming into the Great Lakes. What I wanted to show you here, there's actually a double barreled low that we have right here. And what happens is remember that the air moves counterclockwise around these upper level lows and low pressure systems at all times, counterclockwise in the Northern Hemisphere. And you can see that this low right here is actually gonna retrograde back this way in the counterclockwise spin. This is the sneaky weekend cold front right here. There's a pocket of colder air on the ground that could get pushed southwest. So this would probably arrive late Friday into Saturday. So while we don't expect much weather Wednesday through Friday, we might have that frontal system as that spoke, that colder air right here rotates counterclockwise around the low and pushes it south through the Dakotas, then back towards the front range. And here it is. This is what potentially could be a sneaky cold front for the beginning of the weekend. A little precipitation and some colder air coming on in, and that would be upslope as well. So we're going to put a question mark on that, see if it transpires. But I do see potentially a little bit of weekend weather in some areas. Going out to 10 days, start to see a lot happening. What I want you to pay attention to is right here. Notice that there is a long stretch here where the colors, the bright colors and the cooler colors are really packed closely together. The black lines are really close together and we've got a strong high here in the Eastern Pacific. We've got low pressure system out here over the North American continent. And basically what you have here is warm air getting pushed out of the Central Pacific northward towards this very cold air that's building in Alaska and the Northwest Territories. There you get a big temperature gradient. So you're gonna have a very strong jet stream wind right here. And here it is. This is a powerful jet stream, very large one. Winds along this are gonna be moving 150, 200 miles an hour in that big temperature gradient. This is what you see when you're about ready to see a major hemispheric pattern change where there's a big contrast in temperature. You have a very strong jet stream wind. And if we were to take the Northern hemisphere or bird's eye view, looking from space down with the North Pole centered, you can see that this jet stream goes all the way across the Pacific. So you could get from uh, Tokyo to Seattle really, really quickly in this environment. What'll end up happening if this strong jet stream forms, and we think it will, and notice it's the strongest jet stream really in the whole hemisphere. There's another strong jet going across the North Atlantic. We're gonna talk about that here in a second. But what's likely gonna happen is you're gonna have a trough form in that strong jet stream in Europe, and a strong jet stream cause a big dip in the uh, a trough forming in the Western United States as we get after the 20th or so. So what we're seeing are the pieces of the puzzle falling into place for a major hemispheric change. Now, these are the temperature anomalies 10 days from now. Now, you might be looking at these northern latitudes here and you see actually above average temperatures. Well, that's true. But above average temperature in the northern hemisphere this time of year is still means it's still cold. But look at this pocket of blue. This is really what I want to show you is 
that this strong jet stream wind that's right here by 10 days is going to access this cold air and pump it in to Alaska and the Northwest Territories. Look at Europe. See that cold pocket coming in right there? And then all of a sudden, you start to see cold outbreaks. Now, I'm showing you a Europe map because this is going to be a recurring theme with the global geopolitics mess and the energy mess going on. This is a problem by the third week of October in most of Central and Eastern Europe. Some pretty cold air comes on in. This is 15 days from now. This is around the 25th and 26th of October. There's that trough forming in the West, and there's the cold that could be associated with it. So a lot about the long term. We'll see what transpires. It should be interesting. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.